I'm sharing with you guys why most people never get ahead and how much work it actually takes to get ahead. And uh, I'm gonna be sharing with you guys something called the Red Queen Effect, where you essentially have to work twice as hard just to stay in the same position. So that means that everyone who's out there telling you that you just need to do more to get ahead, it's not enough anymore. You literally have to work twice as hard just to stay in the same position. And uh, this is a concept that I actually learned two years ago when I was still running my appointment sitting agency and it changed the game for me. All right. So I hope you guys will get to enjoy this. And if you stay till the end, you guys will have the secret to success and to, to be honest, the secret to everything you want in life. So enjoy the video guys. Bye-bye. So why do most service providers fail? And to be honest, it's in any industry. It's not just service businesses. It's in, it's in every single business. It's, to be honest, it's in life. It's not even about business, okay? The main thing is that we all have churn, okay? And churn leads us to a low lifetime value. Meaning, if you were to never lose a client that you acquired, you would, you would actually compound your wealth to wealth and never need to do anything else, okay? We would all be billionaires if we never lost a client. But the truth, the reality is we're going to lose those clients, okay? Now, the biggest issue is, and the reason why I came up with the build and release offer is because I understood that like churn is inevitable, but we can engineer our offers so that the lifetime value is agreed upon up front, okay? So as an example, when I was an agency owner doing appointment setting, I would maybe keep a client for two months, okay? And if I'm charging 1500 bucks a month, the most I'm going to make from that person is three grand. But I have to pay to acquire that client. I have to pay payroll for fulfilling on that client. I have to pay for content. I have to pay for all these things. I even have to pay rent. So to be honest, if I only keep retain clients on, a, on, a, on two months, three months, then I'm not necessarily making enough money for me to really... I guess, become wealthy or rich, okay? So I needed to figure out a way to engineer value so that I can take the same client who would normally end up being valued at 3K, I needed a way to get them to be valuable to 10K, 15K, okay? And the only way I could figure out a way to collect that much money up front is by uh, pushing a build and release offer, okay? So that's just a, a little side tangent. Now, if you were to ask me what metric, what is the one metric that I focus on to judge a business health? If you gave me a list of a thousand companies and I had to choose one, the only thing I'd looked at is their lifetime value of their clients. I wouldn't look at the cost of leads. I wouldn't look at the cost of appointments. I wouldn't look at the cost to acquire clients. I wouldn't look at the cost of fulfill. None of these metrics matter alone. Okay. And most growth agencies and growth consultants spend their days on TikTok or YouTube or worst on Twitter bragging about a super cheap cost per lead or appointments, okay? But when you ask them how much they've made on average per client since they have started their business, they'll say something like, oh, I don't know. Or, hey, most clients leave after two to three months. In case you haven't gone through the, you have, in case you haven't gone through the growth career challenge where I introduced the build and release offer, for those who haven't seen it, please check it out. Most of you guys who are here are in the natural born leader community, so you guys should have access to it. But let me describe something called the Red Queen Effect. It's about this process where we learn to get ahead. We learn that to get ahead, it is not enough to just do what is required to see some level of progress, 
Um, and you can read more, or I'm about to explain to you guys more by this example, okay? So imagine a business example. If most people in your industry are doing outreach, spending money on ads, selling retainers, selling one service, let's say Facebook ad or short form, uh, selling one solution to the same market, and most of them are stuck below 50K per month, you have to realize that you can't expect to do the same level of outreach, ad spend, sell the same pricing, sell the same service, and expect to be any different when it comes to your growth rate, okay? So if you do the same thing that all these people are doing, and by in 2023, October, we all know that we need to be doing outreach. We all know that we need to be advertising. We all know that we need to be selling something, okay? Now, here's something that I've realized that is also an issue that a lot of people get into. Uh, I think Hormozy has been preaching this idea of like, hey, you have to do more volume or volume negates luck. And if you guys go through the trained appointment setter program, I actually also in introduced this idea of like, hey, if you do enough volume, you'll be successful. But I've actually come to believe that the old idea of doing more is, rare, is rarely also the answer. It is not the answer. You don't just need to do more, right? And here's why. If you start doing 10 times the volume of outreach or ad spend, you will not necessarily experience 10 next to results. You will start experiencing diminishing returns and in no time, everyone in your industry will start copying you, which means you'll be back in the same positions as before. In, uh, in, um, you know, in this, you know, with, in this story with Alice and, uh, and through the looking glass, um, they're running around. Okay. So, and then the red things tell, tells Alice like, Hey, now here you see it takes all the running you can do to keep in the same place. Okay. For those who are on other story, essentially Alice and the Quinn, they're just running, 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 running. And then Alice looks around and then the same tree that was there when they started running is still there after a long time of running at their best, um, at their best speed. And then the queen tells her like, hey, you see here, it actually takes all the running you can do to stay in the same place. You, just because you're doing, you're working harder doesn't mean you deserve to progress, okay? And in the world of biology, the same thing happens. For example, if a prey species um, evolves a new defense mechanism against a predator, the predator then might evolve a countermeasure to that defense. In turn, the prey might evolve yet another defense and so on. Neither side necessarily becomes better in an absolute sense, but both must keep evolving just to maintain the relative positions. Okay? Let me repeat this. In biology, in nature, just because you get better at protecting yourself against a lion does not, and, and then the lion has to get better at running, does not mean that you guys got better. Because if you start, if you, if you, if you, let's say you're, you're getting chased by a lion and then you, you, you evolve into a crazy runner, okay? You're like a marathon runner. You can start, you go from running 10 minutes to running at 10 days. Then the lion is also going to learn to run 10 days and it's going to catch up to you. So just because you got better at running does not mean, and the lion got better at running to make sure that he also gets to eat, you guys end up in the same position. So that's where in 20, 2019, when Sam Ovens was telling me to do 40 hours a day, I started telling my clients to do 100 hours a day. 
and they saw results. But today, you just set up to doing 100 outreach a day, you're, going, you're essentially just going to go broke. So it's not enough to just do more volume because the whole industry starts doing the same shit. Okay? So this is this idea that, and I'm going to show you guys. So with today's access to information, this race to innovation has become even harder. If you're running a business, you need to be constantly innovating, not to scale your business, but to survive and stay in the same position. Okay? To come back to the main topic of this message, which is lifetime value, your lifetime value is the most leveraged metric that you should focus on when innovating. It should never be legion. It should not be appointment setting. It should not be closing rate. If you want to beat everyone in your industry, learn to deliver the most amount of value to your clients and charge accordingly. Okay? That's why the number one thing we do with our clients when they join JCP, we're solving for the number one thing we solve for them is building offers where they can collect 10 times as much as they were used to collecting before from selling retainers or small setup fees or like coaching programs. And when we succeed at doing this, they can outspend in marketing. They can outspend, they can out-innovate in sales. They can out-fulfill all their competitors and then they still market share, right? And the way we do it is with a build and release offer. If you don't want to keep running around only to stay in the same place, change the thing you're focused on. Stop trying to get more leads. Stop trying to focus to all these YouTubers who are telling you like, hey, here's the YouTube, like, yeah, who cares? By the time you see that YouTube video, it already has 10,000 views. You're going to tell me that you're going to, you're going to tell me that you think that the thing that has been seen by 10,000 people is the thing that you're going to make you rich. Yeah, right. You're going to tell me that the sales call to the script that has been seen by a million people when Hormozzi put it on his YouTube, that that's the thing that's going to make you rich. Yeah, right. Right. These are just, these are just components out of the whole system. You cannot just play the game and like, Oh, I'm going to just learn to run faster. No, no. The line is going to learn to run even faster. And you're going to get caught up, catch up. And you're going to catch up to you and you're going to get ate. Okay? So you're going to die essentially. Right? For me, the thing that put me in a position where I could out-innovate people and actually scale faster was I learned to deliver and become really great at operations so I could deliver a lot more, position my offer a lot differently. And marketing, sales, and fulfillment never became a problem for me, okay? So this idea of let's not be just good at Legion. Let's not be good at marketing. Let's just not be good at sales. We're going to be good at everything, but only after we've mastered delivering something that no one else can compete on. Because I can promise you, everybody who's going through this building release challenge or understanding about this offer, there's only 10% of people who are actually going to pull it off. Because it is actually hard. It's not enough for you to just find a contractor. No. You're going to learn how to find talent. You're going to learn how to build systems. You're going to learn how to actually become smarter at every single layer of your client's business. Who's actually going to go through that work? Who's going to... Guys, the challenge alone was 13 hours. That's just to put it into fucking context. Most people's courses aren't even five hours. Just for me to introduce the thesis that we have was 13 hours. Imagine how much work is ahead. So for me, I don't want people thinking that 
this build and release offer is me selling you guys something like, oh, just start AI automation and then you're going to be free. I'm not selling you ease because we all know that the easier the thing it is, the easier other people are going to catch on to it and the easier people catch on to it. Okay, cool. Maybe you jump on AI trend and you get rich for one month and next month you go broke. Is that what you guys want? No. We want to have a moat a competitive edge that is so hard to compete with that when people see what you do for your clients, they're like, yeah, fuck that. I actually don't want to do the same. I don't actually want to compete with search. Find me anybody else who's doing what we're doing in this space. Find me anybody else. I'm, I, I guess I bet you guys to see anybody else who's selling a program like ours where you have access to a media buyer, you have access to a system integrator, we have to access to a recruiting team, we have access to all the single layers that you need. You have someone reviewing your sales scripts for your sales team. No, they will never do that because it's generally pretty hard operationally to pull off. And that's okay with me because that guarantees that I make money for a lot longer than, than people are just selling courses and shit like that. Right now, it doesn't mean I'm not selling courses. I'm selling all the information because it would be stupid for me not to sell information. But our main thing that makes us a lot of money, that makes us hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars a month is not info. It's people paying us a lot of fucking money to work with us. Expensive as fuck, right? And that's what I'm trying to get you guys to understand. Play the hard game, play the game on, on hard mode, and you're going to be good forever.